Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Special. Hello. Happy Canoe Year. <laughs> I'm waiting all day to use that one. I've only seen it about 40 times. <laughs> I hadn't seen it at all. Happy Canoe Year, everybody. <laughs> How you doing, Derek? I'm doing fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Um, we might as well start the show off on a bad note. <laughs> the beer that we're trying to choke down? Yeah, Sober Carpenter. Established in 2019. Should we be talking about a beer in such bad terms? It's like inverted, but, but inverse advertising. <laughs> why Why are we drinking this beer-ish cocktail thing? Because my wife suggested that we do a dry January. I agreed with her, so I went out and I bought some non-alcoholic craft beer. And being your buddy, I am being supportive <laughs> in your... I told you, you in, didn't have to. In, in your hour of need, <laughs> I am supporting you. <laughs> I am helping you bear your <laughs> hardships, because that's yes. the kind of guy I am. Yeah, I do appreciate that you're going to drink <laughs> half the beer. <laughs> it's... Uh, I, I I don't know. Like I I haven't had a lot of non-alcoholic beer, but uh, this is I don't know. Maybe I've had three. It just tastes like a weak beer. Yeah, it just tastes like a but it's got a weird cardboard taste to it. And how do you take the alcohol out of the? beer? I would like. Yeah, I, I'd like to know I guess that. We, should, we could probably Google that. You have some to Google point. That. Yeah. I don't know. Blonde ale, non-alcoholic craft beer. <laughs> Sober <laughs> January is what you're doing. Dry January. Oh, dry January. dry January. Is that what it is? Yeah. I thought it would say, oh yeah, well, it's the same thing. Sober January challenge or the dry January challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, what, dry January began in 2012 as an initiative by Alcohol Change UK, a British charity. I guess we're co- the Commonwealth, so we sort of have to. But everybody, count. Th- there's there's various months throughout the year that uh, you know. What do they call the October one? They call it. Uh, anyways, they've got a they've got some sort of saying about some. Movember beer, uh, December, or are they all alcohol related? Is what you're saying? So, alcohol related, yeah. Oh no, dry mm-hmm. January is the only one I've heard of, and I've only heard of it because of you. <laughs> So my wife thought about this because we've uh, we both just constantly ate over the holiday break. Well, and lots funny of leftovers. You should mention. And so we're we're trying to get into the new year on a healthy kick. This event was started to ditch the hangover, reduce the waistline, and save some serious money by giving up alcohol for thirty-one days. When they say serious money, you've got to be drinking quite. A yeah, bit yeah. Money. You're not, you know. 30 bucks on beer. Yeah, this is That's, not going to save me much money. I, no. don't, I don't drink a lot of beer. Millions of people now take part in the challenge with many more taking notice each year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't drink enough beer to mm-hmm. save a ton of cash. Yeah, exactly. Well, well it's more than just and, beer, though. I guess I, yeah. should, I should sort of say that. But. And this beer that I bought replaced, it's like $3 a can. Is it really? This fake beer is expensive. So you're not really saving serious money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, one thing is that you're unlikely to drink more than one serving per sitting. <laughs> because I was just thinking, like... With the aftertaste that's in my mouth from this beer, I think it's the they get the alcohol up by filtering it through dirty socks. Yeah. 
<laughs> dirty, dirty hiker socks. <laughs> After yes. a pack rafting trip. <laughs> After they walk through a swamp. <laughs> and if you hear any banging this evening, <laughs> Athena, who is feeling better, is down here in the recording studio with us tonight. And she's tossing some of her toys around. Yes, she's uh, very active tonight. Yes. She's supp- now she's looking at the door like she wants out. <laughs> yeah, not happening. <laughs> Anywho, so what did you do over New Year's? Uh, we hung out. We uh, It was just the family. And uh, so we did, uh, everybody got a little bit of something for food. We did a little appetizer plates and sushi and and uh steak and shrimp and whatever so that that was our that was our new year's eve and uh and you know stella read books and i tried to get them to play a board game like we have some escape room stuff and we have scrabble and but nobody was interested ariana is huge into board games yeah yeah if you ever want to play a board game like you're just jones into playing board game yeah ariana she's the one B O R D, yeah, or B O B O R E D, board game. B O R E D. Yeah, no, she 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 really enjoys uh, the board games and the card games and yeah. stuff like that. So apparently, Athena wants out of this room now. We're not playing anymore. You keep rambling. So on, I'll right? keep rambling on. And uh, our go-to for New Year's as a family, uh, growing up, used to be uh, go to the Chinese food place or or. Um, Mom, mom got a walk one year, so she decided she was going to make Chinese food at home for New Year's, and that's sort of what we did every New Year's was uh, Chinese food. Mom would we'd get all the stuff and help mom make well, Chinese food, fun. and then we eat it and then celebrate New Year's, and then that's huh. it. Yeah, I think we're it's we good were, food. We were all in bed before midnight. Well, it came a point though when we weren't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, us, on the other hand, spent time at New, uh, New Lake in Algonquin yes. Park. How did that Winter go? Winter camping. Was there a lot of people there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hate to use the term fair weather campers. I mean, when you say winter camping, I mean. It was ideal winter camping weather without the you snow. You know what? It, it really was because there's, there's, it's been mild. It's been bit rainy and the minute people hear the word rain they're selling yeah, their yeah, they're, yeah. they're they're looking to offload their yeah. campsite reservations yeah. and it's like really but that's then then sell all your camping gear yeah. and rent a hotel room yeah yeah if, if you're worried about rain falling mm-hmm. then there you go yep that's my rant but each into their own so there w- there were still a lot of a lot of people there mm-hmm. quite a lot of people there so and given the nice weather with just not to distract yeah. from the camping part but I did notice that uh they're like right across right across the the northern side of uh, I'm sure it's everywhere but across Lake Ontario like Oakville Cherry Beach uh, Pickering like there was record numbers of polar bear dippers uh oh January this 1st. has been the season of polar bear dippers and especially southern and different spots of yeah. of the world of course that are you know but the the polar bear dippers and the paddlers yeah, and yeah. all that sort of stuff well the weather's so mild it's yeah. just everybody can get out yeah um yeah everybody just wants to jump into a nice mm-hmm. cold lake and yeah 
I, I don't. I, and it's not. I can't it's not that thirty below. Yeah. So it's easier to do it. Yeah. So there's been the lack of snow. Mm-hmm. It's been raining. It's been mild. So when we got up there, we went up on the Friday. Just Tracy, Athena, and myself. And huge lack of snow up there. Yes. Right. But it's been cold. And so when we got up there, um, it was rainy. And the benefit being, because you got to look at the bright sides, is we could see on our campsite where the puddles were. Oh. <laughs> so we could set up our tent yeah. where there was no puddles, yeah. no, you know, no bunch of snow or yeah. ice or anything like that. So we didn't have any issues with water, with yeah. puddles, with <laughs> melting, nothing. So yeah. look at the bright side. Yeah, there you go. But the day, yeah, when we got up there, it was mild. So things were turning muddy and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But then at night, it was minus 8, minus 11, minus 13 the third night. Mm-hmm. So everything started, all that mud that people have been walking through and everything, they're driving through all turned Ice. Yeah. All the mud turned to ice and sort of thing. So it's hard to walk on a bit. But then the, the stuff that, the water that was still there and that, especially on the tra- the walking trails, was a sheet of ice. Oh, okay. So, uh, but no snow when you're winter camping means no skiing. Exactly, yeah. No snowshoeing. Uh, no building Quincy's or igloos. Uh, no pulling sleds for camping in the backcountry. Mm-hmm. So that kind of put a damper on things. And I know there's a few people looking to do that, but uh, not being able to do that, they were able to scoop up a couple of cancellations. Yeah, exactly. Right? So at the end of the day, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, it's it's still nice to get out. It's like, you know, kind of a kind of shoulder season camping mm-hmm. kind of feeling to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Definitely felt a lot earlier in the year. And when you're doing the uh, the trails, you definitely needed the the spikes on your boots. The slippery was it? Yeah, frozen yeah. puddles. Yeah. Well, even even like the whole we did the logging trail, mm-hmm. and the whole trail was just coated with about an inch and a half of ice. Oh, okay. And so you needed needed those crampons and spiky spiky soles to uh, stay yeah. up. Upright. And down here close to the lake, there's no snow, no ice, no nothing. It's like mm-hmm. uh, last night it got some minus temperatures, but otherwise, like, it's just been warm for the last two to three weeks. Yeah. Now, the majority of lakes and stuff are frozen over, mm-hmm. right? Not frozen enough that I trust it. There's like, been a lot of people falling through the ice so far this winter because people are just assuming, hey, it's December, it's safe. Yeah, oh, I'm trying to remember where I read it, There's but... They, was it Michigan maybe? They had to use boats and, and a hovercraft to rescue mm. like 122 people. What? Yeah, they were out ice fishing and I guess there was a pressure crack. Next, you know, there's this nine foot gap <laughs> between their ice flow they and do actual that shore. every year in Michigan. Oh, I tell you. <laughs> And and like each time it happens, you, so somebody interviews a fisherman and the fisherman is saying, we were fine. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna get ground ashore eventually somewhere else, and right. then we'll we'll find a new road and yada yada yada. <laughs> Problem Welcome is, to if, Chicago. You, if you rescue the people, that means their cars are abandoned, right? Right. If they're dumb enough to put the cars out there, I don't think the ice is even thick enough anywhere for <laughs> for cars. Yet. Even around here, we used, when I was in high school, we used to drive out onto Lake Simcoe in our cars. Oh yeah. 
And then, uh, yeah, we'll go out in a skidoo. And then, uh, yeah, we'll walk out. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, we'll take the boat. Yeah, we'll paddle. So, um, we went up the Friday morning. We got there. We set up and we're like, it takes so long to set up because people see you. Oh, and they know, stop and they want to <laughs> chat for 15, 20 minutes, which you don't mind because they haven't seen yeah. you since, you know, whenever. Uh, so chatted with a couple of people that dropped by and then. After we were all done, we went over to a friend's site and we hung around the campfire and had a few beverages and stuff. And it was a long day, and I think I got to bed about one a.m. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, when you get that many people around, yeah, the fire, yeah, yeah, there's a lot and you of chatter, chit chat. Like you talk with these couple of people, people you haven't and caught up with in a long time, and, people, yeah. and yeah. Next thing you know, it, yeah, you're stumbling into your tent at one o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. having to restart the fire in the stove. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And the dog's looking at you like, it's about time you brought me home. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, our site, we were on a corner site and basically sites are staggered mm. across the roads, right? Yeah. So if I sit looking at the road from my site, just like sort of 11 o'clock across the road is a site and one o'clock across the road is a site. Okay. Right. The one at 11 o'clock had two huskies. Oh. The one at 1 o'clock had three huskies. <laughs> and when they started going, oh, they were talkers. Yeah. Oh, big time whoa, talkers. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. yeah. We're kind of hoping <laughs> that Athena's husky half would have kicked in and joined yeah, in, but. She didn't. She just looked like looking, watching like, what what's is wrong, wrong with, you guys? with these people? Yeah. What is wrong with these dogs? Yeah. I am not with them. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know these dogs. Uh, Saturday, we had a lazy start to the morning. Um, we always do, especially getting up at 1 a.m. Um, we got up and just did some breakfast and eventually got out of the tent for something other than going for a pee. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, we went into Whitney to hit the wood shack for firewood for the weekend. Oh, yes. It is, I, my personal opinion is so many people are buying wood off this guy now. He can't keep up. He can't keep the dry stuff up and it's starting to get damper. Oh. I noticed that back in Halloween. Hmm. I seem to remember there was a few pieces back in family day last year. Yeah. That there were questionable. Hmm. And then Halloween, there was a few that were questionable. And even this weekend, there was a couple that were sizzling. So maybe that's why like the Ontario Parks just has wet wood because they, they can't, can't, they can't keep up with it's the same year wood. It's like, yeah, we just harvested this, harvested this two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this is, like I say, this guy's, this, he's, mm-hmm. he's retired. He yeah. used to be a forester. He's got his own big plots of land that he just does this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we went there and then we went to the, uh, walk the logging museum trail, which we haven't done in a little while. And I was surprised by the number of people that were there. Walking the trail. Oh, at the museum? Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a nice day, so. Uh, on our way back to camp, we stopped and we checked out Rock Lake. Oh, yes. Yeah. And there was open water, which I was a bit surprised, but there was open water. And so we went back. Uh, it was a nice little drive down there. It's only like an eight-kilometer road, and it's wide, and you're going to good chance you're going to see more in the summer than now, but uh, yes. moose or something mm-hmm. like that bopping around. 
uh, back to camp for late lunch and had a couple people drop by to chit chat because that's apparently what the weekend was all chit chatting. Well, you know, it's catch it up with people you don't normally see, right? Yeah, so which uh, yeah, and it's nice that they a lot of networking. They too. they you know feel comfortable to come on in when you sit down on pull up a chair or a, a cooler or something and chit chat about everything. After dinner, we went out for a walk around the campground and uh, ended up at the communal fire pit chatting with people for a while before heading back to the tent. So with all the talk of warm weather and rain and lack of snow, I thought there might be some open water in the park, but no one can really give a definite. Yeah. So I took the chance and I threw my canoe on the truck and loaded up my dry suit. (laughs) Um, there were rumors going around. Is it true there's some guy here with a canoe? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. So, (laughs) the boat launch at Rock Lake was open. There was about 10 feet of thinner ice, maybe a quarter inch. Just broke through it. Just broke through it. Yeah, just broke through that. So, I took my canoe on down Mm -hmm. and I... Broke some ice. I put my dry suit on. I have, because it was minus eight. Yeah. I have, that's minus eight Celsius, which is 17, 17 Fahrenheit. Sure. And I have a new appreciation for West Hanson and his crew oh. and, and people like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That yeah. have to put a dry suit on and minus... Day. Temperatures. Yeah, all those gaskets and everything oh. would be freezing cold and and not as very flexible. Yeah, and you're. I mean, I was doing uh, you know beside my truck, mm-hmm. um, and you're trying to hurry, and things are getting and you can't you can't get into yeah. a dry suit in a hurry. Yeah. I don't care how <laughs> good you are, you're not getting yeah. into that in a hurry, and not dislocating something. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my zi- I got to get some of that uh, lube stuff for the zipper. Because oh yeah, it, silicone. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, come on. And then, uh, um, yeah, we didn't have any gloves on. Trying to put it so your hands are getting cold. And do you have a chest uh, zipper or a back zipper on your chest? Goes from my upper okay. upper right shoulder down to my lower okay. my my lower left hip. Mm-hmm. I don't, as opposed to my higher right hip. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it goes from it goes from my right right shoulder to my left hip. Okay, across and down. Um, but yeah, I would not want to do that every day. I know for like three months. Like that'd be exhausting. Imagine pull a muscle trying to get your dry suit on. Right? It's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's minus forty. Screw it. I'm wearing jeans today, boys. <laughs> I'll take me chances. If a polar bear gets me, a polar bear gets me, whatever. I don't care. I'm not putting that damn thing on again. The seven days they burned the bras and yeah, yeah. now I'm burning the dry I'm burning suit. burning the gussets on my dry oh, suit. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it definitely is not something you're doing in, in a hurry and I would not want to do every single day. Mm-hmm. But went down there and I put on all my gear and I broke some of the ice and Athena was giving me looks. <laughs> she was all excited we were going for a yeah. paddle. Okay. She was pretty, had her angry face on when oh. I left without her. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose the water wouldn't be very conducive to a wet dog. Well, I don't know what people do with dogs 
Like, I don't know anybody that takes a dog paddling yeah, in cold sure. yeah, weather. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a risk for her, especially yeah. at her age, where she's still a little rambunctious. And well, I mean, she's she's gotten really good with being in the boat, mm-hmm. but if we happen to tip yeah. in this kind of, I mean, definitely below freezing water. Yeah, yeah you don't want your dog what's to- What's going to happen to her, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I've never actually looked into that. Um, dry suits for dogs? Dry, well, that's what I said. Dry, <laughs> and how are you getting that gas? I have a bad enough time getting that gasket around my beard, yeah. much less a whole dog. <laughs> What's wrong with your dog? <laughs> it hates me. Why? I put a dry suit on her. <laughs> she bit me 17 times. For water tightness, I have to shave, I have to shave her ankles and her neck. <laughs> Why does your dog have these hairless bits around each ankle and her neck? Oh, she battles with me in the winter. It's for the dry suit. Yeah, it's for the dry suit. Uh, but no, I, I I put all that on and we and um, yeah, I just had to break some some of the ice and I put yeah. my canoe right in the water because like I say that's where you load that's that's the boat launch there. Okay, and uh, yeah, hopped in and paddled away. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh, sunshine, the only sun basic sunshine we had. Yeah. Uh, all week, so the sun was right out there. Big blue skies, so some cl- a little bit of cloud. Uh, the the water was like glass. Trees had some frost and a little dusting of snow on them. <laughs> it was really beautiful and peaceful. Paddle. Get some pictures. I posted on our Facebook page, yeah, and my own personal page as well. Yeah, because it's like twenty of them, twenty pictures. I've been on Facebook in I don't know how long. Well, you should go on because that's where I post stuff. <laughs> Siobhan told me that you had posted some stuff. Yeah, me looking sexy in a <laughs> dry suit, said no one ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so between when when you when you at the 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 put in there at Rock Lake, if you go west to your right, mm-hmm. you can get up to Raccoon Lake. Yes. If you go east to your left, you can get to Rock Lake. Yeah. And I decided, well, I'm going to go up to Raccoon Lake first. Uh, did a nice little paddle along, stopped to take some pictures along the way. There's a beaver lodge there, which is fully active because he's got a ton of trees sitting there and there's a bunch of beaver chew and oh, stuff okay. there. So yeah. he's loaded up for winter, right? Uh, you get up to, because the old railway bike trail goes across. Yep. Yes. So you have to go under the bridge to get into Raccoon Lake. So I paddled slow, took some pictures, enjoyed myself, the peace, the quiet. Um, and by the time I got there, Tracy and Athena were just walking towards the bridge. Oh, okay. So there's actually a couple of pictures of me that I took from the canoe on the water, looking straight up the bridge abutment. Mm-hmm. And Athena's looking down at me. <laughs> and there's one picture she's sitting there. Her her she's laying on the edge. With her paws hanging over, looking down at me. <laughs> she had her angry face on. Yeah. <laughs> How come I'm not in the boat? <laughs> if I called her, she, she would probably jumped. would have jumped. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, sat there and did a couple pictures and looked around. You couldn't get, you could get under the bridge, but then it was pure ice. Oh, okay. And you weren't breaking through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a good inch thick sort of yeah. thing. And I can't remember how thick it has to be for people to walk on it. But I don't an know. An inch either. definitely wouldn't be enough I for think, me. I, I think you need at least two. Yeah, at least. Anyway, uh, so then, yeah, I turned around and I paddled back down the river past the 
uh, the put in and went all the way out to Rock Lake. Mm-hmm. And again, a really, really nice paddle going through that section as well. And when I got to Rock Lake, like there's a massive section that was still ice free. Oh yeah, like well, a huge yeah. part. So I could get out there and paddle around and stuff, but I couldn't. You couldn't get to shore because it was still quite a ways. Like the ice was coming quite a ways offshore. Yeah. Uh, so I heard trace. Now it's funny because I thought I heard a couple of otters mooing. Because you know they make that little moon yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have sworn I heard an otter making a moon noise, and then when I got back later and was talking to Tracy. She said that when they were there, they heard something slip into the water, but they didn't see anything. Oh, okay. So I think, yeah, there was, there was a couple of otters there. And uh, when I sit and taking some photos, I basically had the nose of my canoe up on the ice, mm-hmm. out in the lake. Yep. And everything's really nice and quiet. So I'm just sitting there listening really quietly to everything, see if I could hear anything. And then all I'm hearing is this. Ice popping? It was the ice, like the pressure cracks and stuff in the ice. It sounded like a demented whale. <laughs> a demented but, whale. Yeah, but really, really cool noises, though. And yeah. you just listen to it, and it's, you can hear it way out in the lake, and then you can hear it right next to shore, and then like it's about 10 feet from you. <laughs> and you're just like, ooh, man, that's just like spooky, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool, though. Uh, but yeah, I was out there for hour and a half, two hours, just putting around and having a good old little paddle. Now, so (laughs) May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December. So I've paddled in every month so far since May. And had we were staying for an extra day. Oh, hang on. What was this? This Ice thickness chart. So four inches for... Ice fishing. So four yeah. inches minimum. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going swimming. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Godzilla. A <laughs> hundred plus inches for Godzilla. <laughs> and there's an ad at there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Eight to 12 inches for a car or a small pickup. So I need 12 to 15 inches for my my truck. Yeah. Yeah. And it says if it's less than two inches, stay off. Four inches safely for race fishing. But yeah, Godzilla needs 100 plus inches to yeah. uh, safely walk on ice. He's got a big fat ass. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I had a nice, nice little paddle out there, relaxed, and so now I need January, February, March, and April. And you'll do a full 12 months. And I'll do a full 12 months paddle nice. at least once every month. It's the benefit of having that dry suit, right? See, I wouldn't go in the water right now. No, it's um, just. No, no, definitely not without a dry suit. Yeah, exactly. Right? But, like I say, is now I was going to, just contemplating, and I sh- if I knew it was going to be like this, I would have taken the extra day off. Because then I could have did a Christmas Eve day paddle, which I did, mm-hmm. and then a New Year's Day paddle. Because there was other yeah. spots yeah. That, had, that were open as well that I could have hit. But your dog was sick. But yeah, well, we'd, hey, I didn't have the day off, but yeah. And, oh, when? Oh, you're talking last year? No, 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 this year. Because you said, I, I think I asked you about uh, New Year's Day and you said the dog was, had an upset tummy or. Oh, yeah, no, no. Had yeah. I known what this year was going to be. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I would have yeah. taken the yeah. extra day off, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the extra day off. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Athena came down with some stomach bug and uh, she wasn't, she was, yeah. So yeah, we, if, even if we had the extra day off. 
Um, we may have ended up coming home anyway. Um, but we got her on the, uh, what, chicken and rice diet right now to help ease her stomach. A bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess German shepherds are prone to having some, um, tummy, and tummy you, issues. And you don't know what she's picking up off the ground either, right? Oh, she was licking the ground. Mm. Like, <laughs> she's laying there on the ground while we're talking. I look down and she's licking it. It's like, really? What are you doing? They got water and food right there. But no, you want to lick the ground? Let me get the dog a helmet. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so that was a really nice day getting out there to paddle. And um, like I say, later on, we we're hearing these things. Did you guys hear that some guy went out paddling today? <laughs> Did you ask surprise? Did, Did, really? really? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, a few people, more than a few people were like, I should have brought my canoe. Yeah. Well, exactly, right? I should right? have brought yeah. my canoe. And you were saying, well, I don't know if I want to bring it. And I said to you, you got to bring it. Right? Bring it. Yeah, and as people are walking by, and I got that canoe on the truck, and they're like, oh. <laughs> "It uh, was you." That's right, people. Be jealous. <laughs> I was paddling on the last possible day to paddle of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know what? I didn't get out for New Year's Day, but I got out for New Year's Eve yeah, day. That's awesome, right? And uh, yeah, you know what? It was it was a good time, and. Uh, after that, we just went back to camp and relaxed for, for a bit more and, um, had some late lunch and some relax slash snooze time. Yeah. Nice. Cause I wanted to be up early in the morning to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure we got out there early in the day before, you know, Get, yucky afternoon. Yeah. Do some stuff. stuff and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, got up, went back around the fire that evening to ring in New Year's with everybody. And, nice. At our age, jizz, um, basically anybody that seems to be 40 and up. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year! Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Okay, see you guys I tomorrow. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> my bunk bed is calling me. I stayed up to 12 o'clock and I was back in my tent by 12.05. <laughs> 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 Where did everybody did somebody fart? Like where'd everybody <laughs> go? Uh yeah, that was that was uh hilarious. But yeah, no, everybody got together, did the Happy New Year's thing and, and whatnot. And uh next morning was Monday. Yeah, I guess Monday. Monday was New Year's Day. New Year's Day, yep. Uh we're up by eight, breakfast, packed up, nothing in a hurry. Yep. You're not packed, you're just taking your time. People are dropping by, hey, see you guys, uh, family day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, everybody's just packing, depending what they Like some people, they just have a trailer now. Yeah, so you just. So it's basically <laughs> just hook it up to your truck, hoist the uh, the, the supports yeah. up, and bye bye. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> like, really? You people suck. <laughs> and yeah, and then uh, once we were done, we said goodbye to a few people that hadn't left yet or. Or we're staying the extra night, and we're on the road by 1 o'clock. Nice. Home by 5. Yeah. Awesome weekend. So there was was there any sort of precipitation? Did you get rain, snow, flurries? There was some, there were some flurries. Yeah. Um, nothing massive. I think we got like total one centimeter of snow. Oh, okay. Yeah, just enough to cover your windshield sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But that added to the, uh, the the trees and stuff when I went on the paddle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that was, yeah, it was um, uh, New Year's Eve morning. Yeah. We got that. Uh, but then there was, and what did, Scotch, the Scotch mist. 
What's that? It's like the mist is it's like just hangs in the air. Oh, okay. So when you're walking, mm. you're just getting water in the face. Oh, okay, all yeah, the yeah. Time. It just hovers. Yeah, I heard yeah. that term today. It, oh, it's like a Scotch mist. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's from Scotland and yeah knows that term, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I had never heard it before. It's been raining for 172 <laughs> days. Yeah, and the Scotch mist is hanging over our heads constantly. Yeah, it's uh, so that was the it. Was with no, a knife. There was no big rainstorms or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and but there's no snow in the forest. There's no snow in the paths. No, just it's ice. just just, just icy. ice. Yeah. What consistently? What was the temperature? It was pretty much always below zero, or oh yeah, yeah, just yeah. Anywhere, well, we have the the thermometer that tells what's inside and outside, and it went anywhere from um, zero point five or something down to minus 13. Okay. So it was all within there. And you, but I mean, you're outside in, at one point we're outside in a hoodie. Uh, another time you got your good, your good jacket on, you know, yeah. then you got a, a hoodie <laughs> and a small jacket on that yeah. sort of thing. So it was all over the board, mm-hmm. you know, hmm. but I'm sure glad I brought that canoe. Yes. I can imagine. If not, for any other reason than to rub it in people's faces. Look at you, people. I imagine uh, a lot of people regretted not bringing it. Oh, people were looking at it going, oh, I wish I would have brought one. I wish I would have brought <laughs> Gosh, one. Gosh darn it. Golly gee whiz. <laughs> yep. Oh, well. Uh, for, for such a crappy beer, I notice I've still got half a glass left. And you have... I haven't consumed mine. You have fully consumed yours. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, the can. No, no, you emptied it. You yeah. emptied it. There's something you're not telling me here, Derek. I'm just getting rid of it. Yeah, I'm drinking <laughs> fast so I don't have to drink it later. <laughs> I think it might be better if it was colder. <laughs> you think, well, I put it in the uh, beer fridge, so it's going to mm. be pretty ice cold. Because it had week. just been in my garage all week, which isn't that cold. Yeah, well, I may not be as, as friendly next week and help you out. <laughs> you're going to have a normal beer? <laughs> I may have something normal next week. <laughs> uh, this time of year coming up, February to, well, end of February into April, is a busy, busy time for shows. Oh, yes. There's right? a lot of stuff coming up. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. February 23rd to 25th, Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. I imagine we're both going to that. Uh, we are. We'll be there Saturday, maybe Sunday. Yeah. Toronto Outdoor International Center, uh, outdooradventureshow.ca for more info. International Center, that's now, the one by the airport, right? Yeah. yeah. Hall 5. It's always in Hall 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to outdooradventureshow.ca, make sure you click on Toronto because there's also one in Calgary and one in Montreal. Yeah. So depending on where you're living, <laughs> click the appropriate, yeah. the appropriate one. Darn it's, it, I have to drive to Edmonton. <laughs> I'm going to Edmonton. Wait a minute. What do you, what do you mean it's coming to Toronto? Uh, Saturday, February 24th, which is the same weekend, Wilderness and Canoe Symposium. This has been going for three, Ever? four years? No, oh, this, no. It's been oh, going this for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's at York University in North York, Ontario. WCSymposium.com. This is the one that people, there's a lot of people that have a bad taste in their mouth about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they, they basically, if you're not elite enough, you get frowned oh. upon. And I, I, I've never been. That's I a don't shame. know, but for a whole day of listening to people talk, it's 64 bucks. 
Ooh, or oh. 65 bucks. That's entry fee? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, but I do believe um, Jerry and Jerry Vandiver and Caitlin Evanson are oh, oh, going to yeah? be there this year. Oh, I think cool. they were there a couple of years back too. So anyway, that's the same weekend. So if you're coming to Toronto mm-hmm. for the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show, you can kill two birds with one stone. It's all wanna, the same weekend. It's all the same weekend. Uh, Saturday, March 2nd, which is like the weekend after. Yep. Quiet Adventure Symposium in East Lansing, Michigan, the MSU Pavilion. And this is one that you and I go to. We have a booth right there. We record live uh, guests in our booth. As long as we've had the podcast, I think we've always gone, haven't yep. we? Yep. Yeah. And I went... Before that, I you went, went two years, I think, before you started coming. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. That's a good one, and of course, when we go there, I think I'm going to buy something rabbit related this year, <laughs> or llama, because they do. They do. There's some of those people that they have the rabbit, yeah, um, hats and mitts and long johns and mm-hmm. llama socks and stuff like that. They're supposed to be really warm stuff, so yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I will go in March and buy like a ton of like rabbit socks, yeah. Rabbit fur socks. And now I've got my Christmas shopping done for 2024. There you go. What did you get everybody to get for Christmas? Socks, 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 socks. Sock. And that'll be my Mittens revenge. And socks and. That will be my revenge for getting nothing but socks every year, knowing full well I have a box filled with yeah. socks that I've never worn yet. I always talk about trying to pick up a rabbit and take it across the border. I wonder what they would do. Well, it depends if it's on the inside of you or the outside. <laughs> are you, are you talking a live rabbit or are you talking a sandwich? Does it matter if it's in my belly? <laughs> <laughs> it's in my belly. <laughs> uh, no, that's pretty cool because there's a big rabbit show right next door. We talk about it. Everybody that goes there going, oh, my God. Rabbits. What's going on with the big what's rabbit with, show? What's with all the rabbits? What's wrong with these people? Right. Do they uh, sell them? By well, the we, were, we were actually looking at trying to get somebody from the Rabbit Show on the podcast when we were down there. We often mention that, but we never do. But we it. could never find anybody yeah. that, like, because you don't want just Bob from, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Bob from Bob's Need an Rabbit organizer. Farm. Need but, somebody yeah, who's want an, an organizer. actual organizer, you know, sort of thing. Anyway, uh, quietadventures.org for more info on that. And if you are going to go to Lansing, Mich- East Lansing, Michigan, and the MSU Pavilion and see the Quiet Adventure Symposium, make sure you drop by our booth and say hello. And if you're not familiar with the Quiet Adventure Symposium name, and they've only been named that for four years now. It's changed, They, yeah. they used to be the Quiet Water Symposium. Yes, but there's more than just paddling. Exactly. Now, so, so they there's there's a little bit of everything there these days. They uh, they're all human powered. All human powered bicycles yep. and canoes and kayaks and a lot of people have home. Oh, this the custom kayaks and the custom paddles are amazing. Yeah. It's like it's just when you walk through what would you call it the arena the dirt arena like the last oh, year the, where the, the horse show ring yeah sort the of horse thing ring. Is, yeah. Last year, the uh, there's one guy there that had these custom kayak paddles, and and it's like this. It was amazing. It was absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, I bought a Greenland paddle there one year, two years ago. Yeah, I remember that because you were just going to go was, to the bathroom. 
<laughs> I came back an I'm hour later. I'm going to I'll be right back. Like an hour later, you One returned with a, kayak, a Greenland kayak paddle. Yeah. Were they selling those in the bathroom, were they? I think Johnny Stinson smuggled it across the border for me. Yeah. Yeah, because it wouldn't fit in the back of my truck. Yeah, it was too long. It was long. too long. <laughs> <laughs> you needed a minivan. <laughs> uh, and then the weekend after that, March 8th to 10th, Canucopia in Madison, Wisconsin at the Alliant Energy Center. I keep saying I'm going to go to this thing, but I never do. I was going to go this year, but I think if I go, it'll be a last-minute decision. Yeah. yeah, we're thinking. Tracy enjoyed herself last mm-hmm. year. I think if we go, I'll throw her on an airplane, though. Yeah? Yes. Or tell her to stay home. I'm tempted to go. I should go at least once. I can't drive through Chicago in a snowstorm with her again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. If, if I like I say, if I go, it'll, it'll be a last minute. Thing. Mm-hmm. But rutabaga.com backslash canucopia for more information. There you go. But yeah, check, check. If you haven't been. There's a lot of stuff there. You need to go at least once. It's a big show. Yeah. You need to go at least once. And then two days after that. I know. Time's tight, eh? That's probably why I don't go to Canoe Copia because there's too much stuff going on. Too many things going on. The Paddling Film Festival. I'm just waiting to confirm the the the, the, the time. But it looks like uh, we'll be doing it drums and flats again. I've sent through, hey, can we have this time again? And uh, Paddling Film Festival, Drums and Flats in Ajax, Ontario on Tuesday, March 12th. Doors open at 6.30, films start at 7 and done at 11. It's usually a good deal. So we'll just confirm up that, but that's mm-hmm. what we're looking at right now. April 20th to 21st, so this gets you a good month. Uh, the Ottawa Outdoor and Adventure Travel Show in the Nepean Sportsplex, Nepean, Ontario. The thing about this... Free entry, free parking. Can't beat that. <laughs> I know, and that, that's impressive for that. Like, so mm-hmm. it must cost the exhibitors a lot more, or the building is cheaper to rent. Because I know, like, they have to charge a cover fee, and plus, like, I remember talking to a few people who have had booths at the Toronto show, and it's expensive. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a pee-in, though. <laughs> On the outskirts of Ottawa. Yeah, it is. It is. It'd be like it would be like, hey, come yeah. to this big sports show in Bowmanville. Yeah. Hey, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> but I'm always surprised that they don't like. There's no, it's free parking, free mm-hmm. entry fee, and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious where they do get because it it costs money to put these things on. Yeah. Like there's yeah. advertising, there's paper, there's like posters, there's you know, there's uh, I I assume they have a lot of volunteer staff for being free. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of people that go through it. So mm-hmm. adventureottawa.ca for more info on that. Uh the only other one we would usually be talking about at this yeah. time of year is the Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium and for those that weren't there last year and are wondering about it this year there will not be one. No, they've um, retired the symposium. The Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium and the Ontario Backcountry Winter Symposium there 
they've uh, yeah they've retired both of them. There won't yeah. be those anymore. So if you're looking for any info on that, there ain't none. There ain't none to be had. Yeah. So I don't, I don't blame him for for throwing in the towel. He did it for a few years. I don't yep. know that I could have lasted as long as David did. Yeah. Because it, it's it's a lot of stress, a lot of work. It's a lot of work, a lot of yeah. organization. And he, it's not like it's it's not like it. Uh, he had hired staff and managers no. to do this. It's all stuff. It was all him. It was all you yeah. know. And uh, so yeah. So. It's, it's sad to see it go, but I really enjoyed it. It was a nice group of people. Oh, a lot of, a lot of yeah. people did. Yeah. So, yeah. So, start filling up your calendar with uh, places to go. So, we'll be at least at the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show, the Quiet Adventure Symposium, the Paddling Film Fest. We may make the Toodly Do out to Ottawa. And the Canucopia is uh, maybe mm-hmm. right now. So it's a long way to go and it's expensive and it's all U.S. Yeah. funds. So what we could do is uh, since the Canoe Symposium is happening more, we could just say, David, we're coming by for a barbecue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of winter. Hey. <laughs> hey, uh, we're looking for the uh, Canoe Symposium. Uh, it wasn't happening, but we came for the after party. <laughs> yeah, so we're just here for the after party. Yeah, no, you, you, <laughs> you, you said the Canoe Symposium was canceled. You, you didn't say, say the, the after party barbecue was canceled. <laughs> right, we're here, buddy. I hope you got some burgers going. Yeah, yeah. And knowing him, he would he would have burgers ready. Yeah. Well, if, have we, a beer if and, we just showed up, we'd have to bring the burgers. Frozen? Just bring, yeah, we'll bring a whole oh, box of McDonald's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, McDonald's can help you. Yeah, I'd like 18 cheeseburgers, 42 hamburgers, <laughs> yes, we a whole stopped, bunch of fries. We stopped by Costco, pick up a whole package of burgers and cheese right? and this, that, the other thing. Tacos. Grab a bunch of people and... Yeah. Show up in Dave's house. <laughs> David. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Uh, 2024, what have you got planned for trips? Anything yet? I don't have any solid plans. I have a really good idea of what's going to happen. So I, we're, we're trying to nail down on some of the plans. Like we, we, nothing elaborate. Like uh, we, we, we tend to do is we take last minute cancellation. Like we just look for something canceled and we go on that. Yep. But we definitely are going to, and we're trying to figure out where we're going to go, but we're going to do family day weekend if there's snow. So what we want to do is, and I've been talking to you about it, trying to find out where we're going to go. Like I'm thinking, so somewhere's along Highway 60 corridor, somewhere's along the east side, somewhere's where I can take the kids for a first time backcountry trip, proper backcountry trip. They're going to, we're going to snowshoe and, and pull sleds and sleep in a hot tent and so on. Right. So I, I th- the kids are old enough. They're getting strong enough to, to be able to withstand, uh, you know, I'm not going to make them do like 18 hours of snowshoeing or anything. Why? <laughs> 17? <laughs> yeah, just 17 hours. But <laughs> I don't know if you care if you're nine. Stop whining. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll figure something out, a little bit of something backcountry. And and uh, considering it's been so warm and we have, to, we have to come up with a plan so we don't have to cross any water. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know if I want to trust any ice at all this year. Um, but yeah, so somewhere's up near Algonquin or, uh, Well, I told you about the, uh, railway trail, Yeah, right? the railway trail, yeah, yeah, which is, I've done that before with, uh, with you guys and, and, uh, so that, that's easy. We, uh, what we, uh, one year we, 
went in, I think Pog took the trail towards Centennial Ridges Trail at the base mm -hmm. and went into the tree line below Centennial Ridges Trail. That was nice. Maybe that might be a, something I could do, but uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, I'll figure something out. And uh, If you need a spare sled, let me know. I might. I might Good. because I might have to drag Beckett on a sled. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on a sled that you're going to put him attached to a sled that he has to pull, and then you put him in yeah. your sled, so you're pulling him while he's pulling. Wait a minute, it's not how this works. I'll just have to pull two sleds. I don't. I don't want to. He's uh, he's got little short legs. He's always the slowest walker. He's he's always once saying, "Hey, are we done yet? Are we done yet? Are we done yet?" Stella is just like a gazelle. She just wants to walk forever. And but uh, Beckett, not so much. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, just as long as it's not more than an hour or two. I think snowshoeing along some trail into the backcountry somewhere. Well, and if if there is a lot of snow and it's been like no before, there's a lot of people that tend to like to use it. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty it'll be packed beaten, down. It'll too. be packed down. It'll be so easier. you may not even need snowshoes, yeah. right? So as much as I like breaking trail, as much as I like the idea of that, I, I, I don't think Beckett's ready for that. He's only yeah. 10. He's only 10 years old. Ah. Uh, you don't do spring trips. I trips avoid them, to. but I did get a brand new Nemo bug out or bug, uh, no bug zone or whatever it's called. Yeah. So... I'm thinking we might try something because I need to I need to harden myself up a bit, but I need to I need to expose the kids to a little bit more hardship camping. So I'm thinking I might try and do a spring trip with the kids, go in do some fishing. Maybe we'll see. Get we'll them, see. Get them bug jackets. We do. Everybody has bug jackets. We have a big bug tent, so it's like it acts as a dining tent and yeah. lounging tent and whatever. Right? It was all bug walls, so. And summer? Summer, definitely we're going to redo. So we're trying to figure out summer and fall trip. And I think one's going to be Clarny and one's going to be Tomogamy. We'll see. I'd like to do, so fall trip around Clarny because I'd like to go out in Georgian Bay, but in around Phillip Edward Island. I think mm -hmm. that's a good plan with the kids because it's a narrow channel. And uh, so if we do come across some inclement weather, it's you're not exposed to big rolling waves. And uh, and or we just go right into Killarney and and uh, you know Bell Lake or David Lake or was something like that, right? That's a it's an easy, it's a nice route. And uh, Tomogamy, of course, I, like we definitely going to go back there. We like going back like, every year. We want to go there, right? Everybody does anymore. Yeah, so it's uh, we're just trying to we. I want to figure out a, a different loop. Or something that's uh, off the normal beaten trail that that I haven't done before, to so that we're all kind of learning something new in a new location. So we'll see. We'll see. Awesome. What about you? Uh, I'm looking at doing more three day trips. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to long. Get more smaller trips. Yeah, we're thinking the same thing. That's yeah. why we're like last minute plan. It's like we'll take a Monday or a Friday off and yeah, and just. Hoof it somewheres and... It makes your your holidays last longer, right? Exactly. The number of holidays yeah. that you have. So yeah. doing some three-day spring trips not too far from home, like a couple hour... Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going up to, to Tomogamy on a Friday, camping the Saturday, <laughs> and no. then coming home no. the Sunday. But you could do QE2 or something, yeah. right? Yeah, stuff that's closer. And, and a lot of little broken up vacations like that, I think, would be... It's... I don't know how many times I've come back from a week-long trip, and all I've really done is like, oh, I really hate work more now. Right? 
How was your trip? It was awesome, and I hate you people yeah. here at work. Yeah. No offense, but I wish I wasn't yeah. here. And so if you if you take the week long or uh, um, like a ten day trip, then you, it's like oh I can I can only do like three maybe three trips this year. But yeah. if you do a whole bunch of long weekends. Take a bunch of Fridays off or take a Mondays are always easy to take off because it's and Fridays are always busy at my work. But if I take a bunch of Mondays off, then I can do a whole bunch of like I'll do a Beckett trip and do a Stella trip. Yeah. And, you know, then it'll do a well, whole. That's what I was doing with my kids is yeah. I was taking them on like three day weekend yeah. trips, right? When yeah. So you take one yeah. on a three day trip, then you take the other one on a separate three day trip. Exactly. Right? So everybody gets dad time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I get lots of camping time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it is summer <clears throat> it is summer so it's not like i'm pulling them out of school or anything so yeah yeah uh trace and i are going to do summer trips maybe see if we can get into killarney because uh we've only been up there paddling day paddling mm-hmm. do the tomogamy in september the um uh changing of the season yeah. ceremony up on on obabaca with uh alex matthias I don't know if I'm going to do my regular October Thanksgiving trip this year or take that same amount of time and do something during a warmer time nope. and something different, oh, somewhere okay. different. Mm-hmm. Well, because October is always yeah. hit or miss. Usually 80% of the time is rain, mm-hmm. you know, um, or always cloudy. Yeah. Or whatever. So maybe I'll take that time and maybe do something in the summer. I rarely go canoe tripping, like on big trips in mm-hmm. the summer because there's so many people. Yeah, I know. But if you can find a location that's off the beaten path that... Yeah. And I think that's exactly what mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm looking at doing. Uh, and looking at doing a lot of day paddles. Yes. You know, like even if it's like drive up early one morning, uh, paddle all day and then come home late at night. Like, yeah. you know, on a mm-hmm. Saturday. Because Sunday I can just sleep in. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So I, that's that's not a big deal at all. That's not like a good plan. Right? Uh, some some days I have good plans. Other days, eh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm pants are on front, frontwards or backwards. <laughs> don't laugh because I actually put a pair of track pants on backwards the other day. <laughs> I probably wore What's them for- What's wrong with my pockets? I, I probably wore them for six hours that way. <laughs> put my hands in my- What's going on? Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's all I've got planned for mm-hmm. this year. So just sort of winging it. and Yeah, a lot of a lot of day paddles. Maybe if I'm talking to somebody, go, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to leave early Saturday. I'll be yeah. at your place for 10 or meet me here at this lake yeah, at 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll paddle for five or six hours, stop mm-hmm. somewhere for a bite to eat or whatever, and then yeah. boogie on home. And thing, things like that. That allows me to get, like, maybe into New York State to meet up with people. Yeah, or, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. Niagara Falls is, what, an hour and a half from us, mm-hmm. right? So a few hours, you're into New York State, yep. something like that, or, you know, down Windsor Ways. Well, Windsor's, what, like five hours? Not even five hours. Something, something like, like that. that. It's four about. Or five hours? It's about. Yeah, so even if I know, like, Mike, I told Mikey, like, hey, let's take the dogs out. Yeah. Meet us halfway, sort of thing, on the Grand River or something mm-hmm. and go out for the day, you know? Um, you get more paddling time. You hit more different water bodies. And exactly, because you're you're always doing Duffet's Creek, and it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff around here gets explore new areas. Yeah, so gonna do a lot of that. I mean, Duffet's Creek is great for coming home after work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, it's five it's, o'clock. It's so close. Throw the canoe you on. Get like go four out for a couple hours, of hours, five and, hours of light left. And yeah, yeah. But yeah, I want to look at other stuff. So 
Anyway. Uh, but one thing that we will be doing in May, I'm thinking, the grand opening date has been set. May 11th. Yes. Yeah, we talked about this a few times. It's my mom's of- birthday. Oh, is it? It is. <laughs> Uh, the Canoe Museum's Grand Opening. It's coming up. Executive Director Carolyn Hislop looks forward to celebrating this momentous occasion with the Canadian Canoe Museum's community of supporters from coast to coast to coast. I'm thrilled to announce that we will welcome our supporters to the new museum and campus the weekend of May 11th for our grand opening celebrations. Remember when we were talking about, they were saying winter of 2024? Mm-hmm. To me, winter 2024 is next fall, September onwards, right? Yes, exactly. No, they were talking like now. Mm-hmm. Uh, while the pandemic and its impacts on the construction industry have affected our timeline, it has not affected the spirit and enthusiasm for this project. It will be worth the wait when visitors can explore this beautiful facility and our many new offerings and then continue to the lakefront for a memorable paddling experience. Weekend of May 11th, we'll see donors, partners, members, volunteers, and esteemed dignitaries gather to celebrate the grand opening of the new museum and Lang Lakefront campus, which coincides with the start of the paddling season. Unless you're Sean, who's paddling all year round now, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Canadian Canoe Museum's full visitor experience with on-water activities to honor Canada's enduring... Uh, paddle legacy and a schedule of events will be released closer to the date. Canoemuseum.ca for more information on that. I'm excited about this. Me too. I've seen a lot of the mock-ups and the well, sketches I've seen too and the many drawings and, now. and yeah, and so I saw a picture today, and it showed it was, it was a full-on construction site, right? Yeah. The picture I saw. Yeah. And uh, it's like, oh, this is it's getting really exciting. I want to see it and. As I'm torn between, do I want? Well, actually, let me. What is the calendar? Can I? Are we even around for the grand opening? May 11th. Can you copia? Yeah. Nope. March, April. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah this there's, is May. there's nothing yeah. scheduled. Nope. There's nothing interfering. But but it's like I'm one of those people. It's like crowds, <laughs> right? Ah, so something like this though. Yeah, I know, I know. And uh, I've seen pictures of the inside there with all the boats on the racks. Yeah. And oh, I know. We need. I hope we can sit down with Carolyn and and uh, have a chat with her. Oh yeah, yeah. But it, not during grand opening weekend. Be Why? too busy. She'd be too busy. Ah, she's <laughs> done her thing already. <laughs> as long as she's got the big pair of scissors to cut that ribbon. Yeah. yeah. The over pair. Where Where do you buy scissors like that anyway? Fire reminds want to know. I'm sure there's an oversized. I'm sure there's an oversized scissor shop. Size scissor shop. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, uh, May 11th, new Canadian uh, community. Blah, 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 blah. Canadian. See this. This is affecting me now. This. <laughs> this. This zero percent alcohol beer. Yeah, it's affecting me. Uh, <laughs> the Canadian Canoe Museum grand opening May 11th, 2024. Can't wait. Hmm. <sighs> What do I got? I got one more thingy here. The Flying Canoe <laughs> Volant. There's so many of these. There's crash dice where you take, 
your full on hockey gear skis and your and Quebec is popular for this where you come you come down these steep hills and it's like it's like a smash up derby on on hockey skates mm-hmm. there's a Canadians do a lot of s- weird <laughs> things yes. well what about the the canoe race across the St. Lawrence out of uh, Quebec City oh yeah yeah right? you're pushing a canoe and you're running on the ice right on broken ice on broken up yeah exactly right yeah it's almost time to don your plaid and put on your voyageur hat because a winter festival celebrating French Canadian First Nations and Métis traditions is happening the end of the month in Edmonton. Uh, way out in Alberta. Flying Canoe Festival, which everybody calls it that. Everybody talks about it. They call it the Flying Canoe Festival. Celebrates local history and everything that is great about a long winter's night and it's a staple of the winter festival scene in Edmonton. Its theme is loosely based on the French-Canadian legend of the Flying Canoe, which tells of voyageurs who strike a deal with the devil to make their birch bark canoe fly so they can see their loved ones, but are instead condemned to fly the skies forever. <laughs> festival includes art, dancing, music, and lots of winter activities, Drawing on different cultures being celebrated, and if you if you Google some of the stuff that, sh- like some of the news article, yeah. uh, like videos and stuff from the past, I year, saw some of the videos. There's some. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. Well, you yeah. saw the one I showed you. Yeah. Uh, Flying Canoe Festival will see events at various venues across Edmonton's French Quarter. Um, after a hiatus, the beloved snow tubing and canoe races will finally return to the festival in 2024. So I watched a bigger part of that can, the canoe race one. Yeah. So it looks like you have two teams of two people, mm-hmm. you know, on your mark, set, go. Yeah. They grab a big bundle, which is supposed to be like the Voyager yeah. bundle. It's what you're they transporting. They run, yeah. throw it into a canoe, race that canoe and ride it down this iced path yep. down a hill like a bobsled yeah like a bobsled run and then when you get to the end you pick up that that big old parcel of whatever's in it and run it across the finish line yeah <laughs> i would love just to train doing that non-stop it'd be hilarious oh it'd be more than hilarious how many accidents <laughs> do people have well, the 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 luge run or the the canoe run is it's narrow, so you're not gonna. It's unlikely to flip. You're not gonna. Oh, it's not sideways. gonna flip, but you're banging off. Oh the yeah, it's like, very bouncy. Yeah, I got a good case of whiplash and, going and on. They there. were just in a whitewater canoe, like yeah. a canyon or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It just looks like an Eskif or yeah. a Novacraft or yeah. something. Whitewater red <laughs> canoe. Yeah, and they're just hammering down there, man. <laughs> just hammering off the sides. Yeehaw! It, lo- it looked like a luge gone out of control. <laughs> looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, January 31st to February 3rd. Now, I went to uh, flyingcanoe.com or something like that to check it out, but it was all old information. So oh, just, okay. Just Google Edmonton Flying Canoe Festival, and hopefully there'll be a, lot, a page that has a lot more information. Mm-hmm. But the Flying Canoe, I looked this up. Oh, okay. And there is all basically the same story yeah with little bits here and there that are different um you know some say it's out west some say it's in 
North Vaudois and the Gatineau's and stuff. But there's a couple things that are always the same on okay. the majority of them. So I came across one called The Flying Canoe, a French-Canadian folk tale as retold by S.E. Schlosser. Long ago, there were a number of lonely lumberjacks working in the center of a very large forest. They cut down mammoth trees, watched them crash into the thick snow in exactly the place where they said the trees would land. They would cut up the trees, haul them hither and thither. They worked hard, mon dieu, very hard indeed. But they were lonely for the women they had left behind. On New Year's Day, it snowed so hard no work could be done. The men huddled in the camp and spoke longingly of their homes. They passed around rum and drank toasts to the new year. But finally, Baptiste said that they were all what they were all thinking. I wish to go home today and see my girl. There were rumors of agreement, but Jean replied, How can we go home today? There is more than two meters of snow on the road, and more snow is falling. Who said we were walking out of here, asked Baptiste. <laughs> I am going to paddle out in my canoe. <laughs> now, all the men knew that Baptiste had a canoe with paddles out back at the camp. Baptiste had made a pact with the devil. If the devil would make the canoe fly wherever Baptiste wished, the lumberjack would not say mass for an entire year. However, if Baptiste did not return the canoe before dawn of the day after he used it, the devil would keep his soul. While Baptiste and his companions were in La Chasse Galerie, they would not say the name of God or fly over a church or touch any crosses or the canoe would crash. Many of the men refused to participate in Baptiste's New Year's scheme, but he managed to find seven companions to fly with him <laughs> in the canoe back to home to visit their women. Sounds legit so far. Baptiste and his friends got into the canoe, and Baptiste said the magic words, Acabris, Acabras, Acabram. <laughs> I watched a video, and that's how they said it. <laughs> when Baptiste was done binding himself to the devil, the canoe rose into the air, and the men began to paddle their way through the sky to their home. Their women folk were so glad to see them, they celebrated long into the night, drinking and dancing. It was close to dawn when the men realized that they had to return the canoe to the lumber camp by dawn or forfeit their souls. Oh. They searched for Batiste and found him as drunk as a lord, lying under a table at the inn. They bundled him into the canoe, spoke the magic words, and paddled away. Knowing that Batiste would start swearing if they woke him, one of the men tied him up and gagged him so he would not speak the name of God or uh, at an inopportune time and crashed the canoe. When Batiste awoke, he sat up, struggled with the ropes that bound him. He managed to loosen the gag and shout, Mon Dieu, why have you tied me up? <laughs> At the name of God, the canoe took a nosedive, plunging towards the ground. It hit the top of a large pine tree, and all the men tumbled out and fell down into the darkness just before dawn, and they were never seen again. That's a very dark story. Right? But there are now things like they were all drinking rum yeah, and you couldn't say the name of God. You couldn't uh, go touch a church steeple or, or a church. And all these sort of little things are the same in all of them. Um, the magic words are the same in yeah. all of them. 
there's a couple little differences. Uh, like like I say, some places are different where, where they're from, but they're all lumbermen. They all want to go home and yeah. and see their 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 wives and stuff on New Year's. <laughs> but one of the ones also says you can't drink. You're not to drink. Yeah. As well, that's one of the things. So Batiste being drunk and everybody dancing and drinking all that is a bit of a yeah, a yeah, turn on yeah. on it. But uh, I'm going to Hammerson Peters does one La Chasse Galerie, the Flying Canoe of French Canadian Folklore. It's a, a half hour YouTube video. Oh, okay. And basically, it's a story um, as told by one of the men on the canoe. Years later, oh. right? Yeah. So telling his war stories, yeah, yeah. So in this one here, you know, they crashed and were never seen again. But in his, they're crashed. But then when he wakes up, yep, yep, he's back at the lumber camp. Oh, and then he's telling the story of what happened, and all. so it's, it's it's a neat little thing just yeah. to have. I I was working at work today there and uh, had it playing on the computer while I was doing some other stuff and listening to it. And that's a nice little folktale sort of thing. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll post that uh, later this week on our, our Facebook page. So other than that, I mean, doing some research. Mm-hmm. Just interesting. Yes. Regarding it canoes, fun. canoes and death, <laughs> but their functionality with uh, the dead and funerals and all that sort of stuff. Okay, yeah, not yeah. not like tragedies happening because yeah. you you crashed your canoe. Yeah, it's not Romeo and Juliet. But there's, or you know, like coffins. Uh, they're finding ancient people buried in, in canoe shaped coffins, statuettes and stuff yeah. with canoes and paddlecraft are buried, ceremonial that sort of stuff. I've been doing a lot of research into that lately. <laughs> there's some really interesting stuff out there about that. So anyway, maybe I'll put some stuff together and mm-hmm. do that as a topic. Yeah. Anywho, other than that, you got anything else? I've got nothing to add. Nothing? Nothing. <sighs> hey, you didn't feed me cheese balls this time, are you out? We've been out of cheese balls for a month. <laughs> <laughs> didn't I feed you something? Oh, you uh, you never had any cheese or uh, fruitcake. Right? No, no, I did not. You're not a fruitcake fan. I passed fan. on that. Nope. Yeah. I There's did have more the, rum in that fruit cake. <laughs> shake a stick. I did have the chocolate cake that uh, Ariane had made. Oh, that's right. That's what you had. Yeah. Well, technically, I'm not drinking a beer, but I'm eating rum-soaked fruit cake. So <laughs> I'm sure most of the rum's baked yeah. off. No, 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 no. Because you put it in, yeah. Then you bake it, and then you you have to you wrap it in cheesecloth. Yeah. Rum-soaked cheesecloth. Oh. And then you put it in cold storage for oh. a few weeks. Then you take it, you unwrap it all, mm-hmm. you drizzle more rum on top, yeah. and then you close the cheesecloth, and then you soak the cheesecloth in more rum, and then you <laughs> close it back up and put it. And then a couple <laughs> weeks later, and then come Christmas time, you're <laughs> drinking fruitcake, baby. <laughs> it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what you got. That's all I've got. That's all we have. Excellent. Well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream our episodes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Podbean, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. Or you can go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com and listen to all our episodes there. And speaking of Spotify, mm-hmm. we got that Spotify, what you did this year, little graphic yes. thingy. Yeah. Did- our listenership rose by 67%. Oh, wow. Wow. In, right? Just over 2023. Just on Spotify, even. Wow. Yeah, in 2023, hmm. yeah. Uh, Canada, the U.S., Ireland... Denmark and the Netherlands are our top five listening countries. Isn't that something? Yeah. Ireland. <laughs> it's because of my name. S E A N Sean the Irish Way, baby. Maybe. Maybe, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and fellow paddlers. I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>